Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jimmy Scott Fitness Podcast or Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday, April the 9th, 2021. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, we have my homie, Nikki Metzger, here. And I'll walk through all her stuff in a second. But before I kick into that, you guys already know this podcast is brought to you by my homies at Athletic Greens. It's the one thing I take every single day I never miss. And if you're somebody who struggles with eating enough green vegetables, and let's be real, all of us do, this would be the one thing I would take. So if you're tired of taking 14 different pills, I would jump on this in a heartbeat. All you guys have to do is literally just grab it, throw it in some water, shake it up, and slam it. You've drinking worse stuff at the bar, things like Jägermeister and wild turkey. This is much healthier than that, and it does taste a whole hell of a lot better. So if you're interested, you guys can hit me up. The site is athleticgreens.com forward slash Jeremy Scott. Right now, we're going to give you guys a year supply of free vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order. And if you're really on the fence, you're like, well, Jeremy, I've heard you talk about this for, I don't know, the last five years. Uh, shoot us a message, whether it's a contact page, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you follow us. And I'll have Monica actually ship a pack right to your front door. I don't care what country or what state you live in. We will make it happen. And then you can get hooked up with all the free shit. So again, the site, athleticgreens.com forward slash Jeremy Scott. And then you guys are in business. Also, again, a reminder, you guys, our 34 Days to Fit program is kicking off here in eight days and five hours. That program is unique. The link is actually in my IG bio now. I'm happy to give you guys a little podcast discount code, but this program in itself is me and four other of my fellow fitness homies. As I'm looking at the promo right now, we have Sexy Ben Novak on there, Alexia, Tommy Baker, and Nikki Metzger, who's actually in the house today. So if you guys are interested, uh, hit me up. We'll give you guys a little podcast discount code to make your lives easier. 34 days, um, we'll rip your face off in the most healthy happy way possible. So uh, I do have Nikki Metzger here uh, on the podcast. She, let me try to remember her bio off the top of my head. She's very important. Uh, Women's health, uh, top trainer, uh, Nike master trainer, runs an awesome business called Body here uh, in Scottsdale. And uh, she's one of the original Ninja Turtles (laughs) as well. Does that sound good? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, perfect. I, I forget. I mean, it's uh, we're okay either. Yeah, way. it's perfect. I think you killed it. Um, but yeah, no, she runs a great. Uh, you run a great gym, great business uh, here in the valley. But uh, we've had you on before. We'll talk about uh, like last March, last 2020. Your gym is crushing it. You have hundreds of members. Yes. Yeah, we're like right around a thousand. That's crazy, actually. <laughs> Like for 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 not having you know when you say like oh lifetime has a thousand members that's a little bit different but you're just like a normal place like like my business essentially except you have a thousand people running in the door so you're running probably at like an all time high a year ago correct absolutely it was literally like going into that year I'm like this is where the the best we've been and then, making the most money we have have the most members we've had the gym was flowing smoothly we were at a really good spot and then. COVID happens. Yes. And walk me through like the initial, like I remember when we did our first stuff here and I don't want to turn this into a bitch session, but it's going to be a little bit for sure. (laughs) Um, Like March 16th, I remember like walking around here with Heather, talking to Monica on the phone and I'm like, are we really going to do this? Like, am I really going to write an email saying like the gym is closed? Cause like for us, this is our life essentially. But I remember writing it and sending it and I just felt so shitty like in that moment and probably for the next month and a half after that. Yeah. For me too. It was like, I was like, okay, this is going to be like a two week thing. Like truly was like, this is going to be a two week thing. And then 
we'll be through it. This sucks right now. But yeah, as soon as it was announced this full month lockdown, which turned into be longer than that. Two weeks to slow the spread, yes, by the way. It turned exactly. into be some horse shit. Yeah. So then that's kind of when it really hit me like, oh shit, what does this mean? Just that unknown, like when is it going to be back? That's what was so scary. It was just the unknown of everything. And so you guys closed probably within the, the same couple of days we did. Yeah, we closed. And then literally the next day, we're like, all right, here we go. Here's an online workout. And so how did you do it with your people? Did you say, how did you just said, hey, here's what we're doing. We're going to be closed, but we're going to plug you into like this platform or program or something. Yeah, we literally were like, hey, meet us on Zoom and let's go. And were you doing like live stuff every day? We were doing live stuff. So the first few days of it we had just like pre-recorded like workout demos that they could go on and do on their own and eventually once we as a team came together and figured out what the hell we were going to do then from there we had three live classes every single day and most of your people are still in it at this point like how is it how does the progression go because yeah it's hard to completely think of how it all went down those first three weeks everything was like fine everyone's just like okay this again it's gonna be two weeks and then as soon as it was a month that's when it was like everyone I think was in that panic mode and so that's when people started you know freezing their memberships or canceling their memberships or things like that which was absolutely terrifying yeah I think the first we all it was and that's the kind of progression of America when I look at it like the first two weeks were like oh like and we did the same thing. Heather's like, oh, I'm furloughed from work. I'm on like a mini vacation. And I would say too. Yeah, I think but, I drink a margarita like every day in those first two weeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, see, like in, in my leg was probably longer. So I'd be like, okay, well, this is really weird. But I'm like, it's two weeks. Fuck it. Who cares? I'll just go to work. We plugged our people into, I think, our 47-day transformation. We had it coming up anyway. So it kind of naturally worked out. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is kind of perfect timing. Little did I know. Um it was going to take a whole hell of a lot longer. And I remember as the longer it went on after I found out this two weeks was kind of horseshit, um, I'd found myself like just drinking booze, like most days, like I'd go into the pool, grab a whiskey and sit there and be like, what the hell? Yeah. I'm with you. Mine wasn't whiskey, but you know, yeah. tomato, tomato. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this is the, at least in the, the initial beginning. And at some point people start to, to drop off and like kind of bow out. And like you, how many people do you think you'll, estimate you lost like within the first three months or how does the progression go I guess yeah I think in the beginning it was just like a lot of like freezes and cancels and we kind of put people on hold right away too maybe we shouldn't do that I don't know and uh, then <laughs> no never just um, we, we, we what is the phrase you you do something and then you beg for forgiveness yeah, later but I want to say like we went from like a thousand down to like 300 and then down now, to 300 people a thousand to 300 and then now still where we're sitting, it's still like, I think we're like, like 650. So it's like a year later. Yeah. That's huge. Dude. And like, again, some are just still like have their memberships frozen and with intentions of coming back when they feel comfortable and unvaccinated. But you know, there's some that you are just not going to see anymore. They're ghosting you forever. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, we're familiar here. I remember we had a uh, Trish and Bryn on. Yeah, yeah, I love them. From Movement. And I think they said whatever the location they built, like, it's right over here. Yeah. Or was, yep. which is now right North Scottsdale. Yeah. dead, obviously. That was in February. But I think they said even, like, the balance went from, like, I want to say that this, I could be just completely making this shit up. Um, you guys can replay the episode back. But it was, like, 300 people to 
like 30 people. Yeah, I think she said 30 or 40. I talked to her yesterday. <sighs> that's a big, yes, like. Absolutely. And then that's just the scariness of when's this going to come back? Is it going to come back? Like what, what is going on? Well, especially for the way that you, you guys do stuff, obviously like different than we do. Your demo is different. You have, I don't want to say younger kids who feel like they're invincible, but let's be real. Like, uh, yeah, I would say that is true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like when you're, you know, when I'm 25, I probably, you know, Hey man, I could lick a toilet seat at Dos Gringos and no one give a shit. Yeah. And now I do it and I probably drop dead. It's just, you, you become different as you get Absolutely. older. Probably, hopefully smarter. <laughs> But for people listening, like your groups pre-COVID, like what's the, the normal kind of groups? Like if you had a Monday, like at, I'm sure it starts like five, six, seven, yeah. eight. What are those group sizes like? Literally like five, six, seven. There's all, there's a hundred people in those classes. At one time. At one time. That's fucking crazy. A hundred at five, a hundred at six, a hundred at seven. And then from there it goes like maybe down to like 80. If you're in a class with 60, you're like. No one's here. It's empty. <laughs> like it is crazy. And yeah. that yeah, it's it's hard to even imagine like ever being back to that again. You know, I mean, I think I think we'll always get we, we're humans. We go back to normal. Yes, like I think absolutely. you know, I and again, I'm not telling anybody like whatever your risk assessment is, it's fine. I would never judge, but I can't wait till I can go to a baseball game that's just Again, whether it's packed or not, I don't give a shit, but I don't care if there's a hundred people around me. I want to be able to drink beers and just like bullshit slap fives with some random stranger Absolutely. behind me. Yes. But that's who I am. Uh, and it's crazy. Cause like, I don't think I've ever had a group of 60 people here. Like ever, like not even on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's just a different, we're different businesses. We're the same, but we're different. Yeah. No. When again, I don't have a lot of, uh, 22, three, yeah. four, five year olds, a lot of 50 yeah exactly yeah exactly so different i mean i just have a bunch of like sorority girls and you know oh yeah well, and, then, like, and then the guys that want to come to class because the sorority girls uh <laughs> well yes well anyway, like we've like we've uh traded people uh before too like i have people who have been at your place who come to my place and vice versa yeah mm -hmm. and i remember even i'm never going to say the names here but like dude sitting across me is like man but do you see the girls there i'm like bro um, that's not what you're there for. Like, this <laughs> well, some, you could beg to death for like, some that might be why they are there. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't Tinder though. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, this is fitness, dude. It's like, I don't know what you're doing, but so uh, when you guys are, you're going through obviously that whole mess of, of people, uh, did you lose staff members? Did you change staff during that time? So we did eventually lose staff, but not during right at that time. So that was until later. Um, we still paid our staff and our trainers through uh, throughout COVID, but pretty much full pay the entire time, which is painful, which yes. But again, like we were, me and you were talking about before we hopped on this podcast, these are people's like lively livelihoods and like they have families and kids. And you know, for, for me, it was more important to me be the one that's taking the, the cut of it than doing that to them. So yeah. So that's also scary on the top of it when you're like, okay, there's not really money coming in right now, but I'm paying, I'm paying more money out than is coming in. So like when you're going through that progression, are you, are you, you guys are obviously probably not paying yourselves, I imagine. Oh yeah, absolutely not. Uh, we do the same thing here. Obviously there's different buckets of what we do, yeah. but I'm like, I won't take a check. I'm like, but we'll pay our people. So again, they, this is their life money. Yeah. Like exactly. there's nothing you know, like what other job are they going to go get? Yeah. Like there was nothing at the time, but you still have, you know, your same base rent, your same utilities. You have your own house payment, your own stuff. So you're just paying out of your ass basically. Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, and it's the question I always ask too. This I'm like for how long? 
like for how long is this going to go? Yeah, that's definitely, we had that conversation too. Like my husband and I have like, all right, like, well, if this keeps going on for, you know, we're closed for four months, like, do you continue to keep paying? Whatever, whatever. Luckily, we'd have those glimmers of hope when it'd be like, okay, we're back open now. And then now you're closed again. And then I think when you're closed again, then that's when you're like, oh shit, like we're, we're not getting out of this by October or August or whenever we thought we would be out of it. I don't know. Cause when I'm trying to think like for us, like I would text you yeah, um, and see, just to make sure you weren't dead. <laughs> um, and like, and Ben too, and Ben and I, and that's like, I said the same thing to Heather. I go, it's the uncertainty. Like yes. if you look at humans, like we have six basic human needs and certainty is one of them. And then for each human that that's obviously, it's different. I, I obviously, if you're a business owner in general, you live with a certain level of uncertainty because you're okay with it. Yeah. But also you're mostly in control of your own destiny. Like, but except you can't control this shit. Like you can't control the COVID. No, exactly. Yeah. I think that, yeah, that you can't control it. And it's also nothing that you personally did to deserve it happening to your business. And that's the, it's the sad part to see. Like when you look at like Kelly Sturette's um, CrossFit box in San Francisco is closed. I think he's been there for 15 years. It's dead. He's a fucking genius. Like they run a great business, but I'm like, you're in San Fran paying prices. Yeah. And without COVID, they'd still be going on. They'd still be thriving for yes. who knows how many more years. And like Hannah, you take her, yeah. like gym clothes, like where their overhead, God, she said it on here. It was, it was pretty high. Like, and their membership went from like a full, per, full capacity to like, 20%. And I yeah. think they're, they're just a break even. They had to do like maybe 25K a month. And you can only bleed, like she could probably personally bleed it from her brand business. Yes. But can you bleed 20K a month for how many months? Yeah, exactly. Like we're not fucking Walmart. Yeah, like yeah. we're not Target, dude. Like we don't have $5 million we can just shit out like yes. every single day. And that's kind of the hard part where it was like, well, you're open, you're closed, you're open. And then in Arizona, like, which was the crazy part, I don't want to get super lost in this podcast, but it just pisses me off when I think about it. Cause I drove by today, I was coming back from Sedona. I'm coming down the 101 and I just noticed like Dave and Busters. And I remember there was a time where like I could go to the casino, I could go to the strip club and I could go to Dave and Busters, but I couldn't go to my own gym. Yeah, absolutely. Like that is the most, that was the most frustrating, frustrating thing I think to think about. Like. And again, I'm not knocking Dave and Buster's. It's super cool. Um, but like, you're telling me like the guy at Dave and Buster's gives a shit like more than I do somehow. Yeah. Like somehow like they could operate and like, no offense to the, the day dancers at the strip club. I'm sure they're great. Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> how the hell is that a thing? And like, we couldn't do our stuff. Yeah. And that's, I've said that throughout this, not to get lost. And you guys have heard me say this a thousand times. Like we shit the bed and we had an opportunity to be like, Hey guys, like you can do, and even the signs here in Arizona, like when you drive on the freeway, they have these huge you know, light up signs like wear a mask and like stay six feet apart, all this shit, which is fine. But you could have said, Hey dude, eat vegetables, drink water, take vitamin D yeah, exercise. But we didn't do that. And that's like a huge opportunity. Like we missed, we said, Hey, the gyms are closed. Stay home and don't do anything. Yeah. Where why frustration came with it. It's like, yeah, there was some gyms that probably weren't like following along and doing the playing by the rules, but like give those uh, everyone a chance to at least try to operate in a safe way. And then decide, like, okay, you guys are doing a good job or you're not doing a good job. Like, that was the frustrating part that every gym looks totally different. And there was just, like, that – but they – we all got looped into one. Well, and you know, obviously, they're not – these guys aren't equipped to – again, I'm not going to knock, like, the governor or the mayors. Yes. I'm like, these are people who won popularity contests. They had no fucking clue this was going to happen. No. They're clearly not trained for it. Yes, Nobody yes. is. I, I give them – I'll give them – 
I give him some leeway with that. Yeah. But absolutely. to say your gym is the same as Lifetime or the the boutique that only like trains people one-on-one is the same as like a mountainside. Yeah, absolutely. It's insane to me. But these are people who A, don't exercise and, and don't work out. And two, like there is people who never fucking close yeah. at all. Like that. Oh, yeah. My dude next to here. If you guys ever drive by the guy who's close to me over here, like reads my emails he's on my list he's like you shouldn't close i'm gonna stay open i'm like bro it's different if i put it on instagram a hundred thousand people are gonna see it and they're gonna be so pissed they're gonna just yeah. murder me and i'm like i'm never gonna come back from that oh yeah we had definitely like like that was frustrating for us to be like other gyms by us were thriving during this like doing the best they've ever did because they didn't give a shit and then i was like being like oh like frustrated i'm like i'm being a good person right now and doing the right thing and then you're just seeing that that we know we lost members to people that just that chose to stay open just chose to stay open and do their thing and that's the part like and i've told people this and and most of our members don't get it like we did everything we follow the rules you know basically the best that anybody could and the amount of people who would message me and they're like you know what is your mask policy what is your like i don't have a fucking mask policy dude like I'm just a dude. Like, I've been around forever. Like, I didn't wear a mask three years ago. I go, it's just the policy of wherever we're at. I'm like, you wear them in, you do whatever, you space. Like, we're just following the rules as you're supposed to. And I would write that email, and these people would ghost us initially. So how many people didn't I get come in because, well, I'm not willing to, like, just say fuck it and do whatever. I'm like, if I do that, and then the public opinion, I guess, is the tough part. Yes, absolutely. I'm not going to come back from that. I'm going to be around a lot longer than COVID is, bro. Or at least like the pandemic, I should say. Yeah. So that was the tough part where it's like, well, how do I really navigate this? Because it's already hard enough. Yeah. And it's like we can have our own opinions of what we think is stupid or not stupid, but that's not how it works, like running a business. No. And well, and I've said this throughout this. It's like how you guys, and this is how we do it, like how you probably play music at the gym. Yeah. We play everything here. Tupac. 80s hits, Britney Spears, Skrillex, Metallica. I don't give a shit. Like, we'll mix it up. Um, someone's going to hate it. Oh, yeah. Somebody here is going to hate Pearl Jam. Somebody here is going to hate Tupac no matter what it is. As crazy as they are, that's their thing. That's basically how to deal with this. Like, you can never make everybody happy. But the amount of opinions you get, like, hey, here's how you should. I'm like, have you ever ran a business? Oh, yeah. Or it is a, insane how many people like to come to you and tell you how you should run your business. Or, like, you've never run a business. You've never run a fitness business, and you've <laughs> never run it during a pandemic. Yes. So, like, why the fuck do you think you can tell me what to do? Yeah. But it's craziness, though. So, you guys would do the Zoom workouts, and then when did you move to do stuff outside? How um, long was that? That was the second one. So, that was... When was that that we shut down again? Like July, August? I'm, well, so literally in Arizona, summer, we're working out outside um, four classes a day. <laughs> in your parking lot, right? Um, so first we did like Arcadia Park. What is that, 56th Street? 56th and Indian, Indian School. School. I used to train people there like way back Yeah, it's day. a good little spot. It's nice. So yeah, we were doing that, but eventually it's like after um, over a month of only using the resistance bands, we were like, okay, I'm kind of getting sick of this. So then we moved... Basically, how we have our turf squares set up now, like COVID squares, we call them. Yeah. We had those outside. So everyone had their own like piece of turf outside and then a plyo box and they could go grab the dumbbells from inside and bring them out. And yeah, it was, we call it the concrete jungle because it was on the, you know, cement in the middle of Arizona summer, just blasting, blasting down. But those people are people that like, I'll never like forget, like, and that loyalty of how many people we really 
the, even though we lost a lot, the how many still showed up to do that to do that and be well. That's what I was gonna ask you too. Like ours is obviously similar. We started doing stuff at like well, I went to Cactus Park at first, and then I'm not, I'm gonna just go into my old man grumpy mode here for a second. <laughs> we would do this at Cactus Park at five fifteen in the morning. It's still black outside. And these diehard people would come and we do these terrible, just body weight, terrible yeah. shit, running suicides, like lunges, burpees, all the shit that I really hate doing. And I remember we did it a handful of times. And then this lady came up to me like in the city of Scottsdale and she's like, oh, do you have a permit? I'm like, a permit for what? She's like, you can't run organized group fitness here. I'm shitting you not. There's 15 groups of people doing yeah, the same shit. Same thing. And her mistake is she came up to like three guys who've already been divorced. So they know how to lie perfectly. <laughs> and they're like, what, what gym are you part of? And he's like, mountainside independence lifetime. Like we're all just full of shit. And I'm, and I sent there. And I'm like, you, let me get this straight. My gym is closed, which I own and pay property taxes on. I own a home here and I pay property taxes on that. And now you're telling me because my gym is closed and I'm doing fitness at a park, which is the only fucking place possible, you want me to pay, give you money for a permit to do this here. And, like, I, I actually emailed the lady to, like, go through the steps. And it was, like, so complicated. Like, well, you have to list this as your co-insurer and all this horse shit. I'm like, we've done stuff with Lululemon there for yeah. years and everybody else for years and not once. Yeah. Have they ever came up to us? I'm like, during this season of life is when you choose. And again, I, I give her a pass. Like, she's just doing her job. I go, but that's horseshit, though. Like, that's nonsense. But the fact that these people would show up at 5 a.m. and do these awful workouts with us in the park, they just wanted to be around humans, Absolutely. For sure. And I guess it's when they need a community the most. I told Monica, I'm like, we need to do something for them. Like, whether it's, like, some kind of special T-shirt that only they get or yeah. something where I'm like, because you guys are the diehards. The people who didn't leave us during like the shittiest time of yeah, basically you'll never forget that. No, that's you'll pretty never gangster. That. So, what was like the worst days? Like, is there like a day or two where you're like, this is the worst? Like, not that you question. Maybe you question like, do I really want to do this, or how long can we do this for? Or, like, what the fuck are we doing? Do you have any of those like moments where you're like, this was like one of the worst days? I think it was that second shutdown for me of being like, okay, this is. We're going to have another shutdown. We're going to open back up again. And what? Are we going to have another shutdown after that? And another shutdown after that? For me, it was that second one, like, this is not going away anytime soon. And just, you just don't know. You feel like everything you built, you're going to lose. Through no fault of your own. For no fault of your own. And especially coming off of being like, I'm at the beginning of the year being like, I'm at the best place I've ever been in my entire life. Yes. <laughs> like, like where you it was almost like this was too good to be true and the world has had to just you know take yes. a shit on you yes. real quick well i thought that too and i guess that's i've always known it about myself obviously i control everything i'm in my own ecosystem the building has my fucking name on it so obviously i have an issue but <laughs> like i do i literally and because i suck at so many things i literally the only reason i'm successful at anything is because i've created this whole world that revolves around everything i'm good at and i don't do anything i'm bad at yeah like that's obviously while we're here and i told heather i'm like i don't know how much time i can put into the the like the programming and the gym because i'm like what if it gets closed down again how many times can i start and stop and try to like re-establish this community and culture and how how long are people going to want to put up with that bullshit for yeah because it is so much work and you're one person too it's like this one person and you're, you have all these other people that you're trying to you know be there for and like show up for which again that's part of just being a trainer and 
business owner in general, but especially during that time when you're already dealing with so much shit, but yet you're still like having to put yourself like out there for them. When you felt like you could, at least I did, where you can never, I'm like, what are we doing? I'm like, I never felt good. Even so in Arizona, that's how we did it. Like we closed, we opened, we closed. And I'm like, I never felt good. Because I'm like, well, how long is this going to go on for? Because yeah. what if we close again in another month? Like, how the fuck do I navigate that? Yeah. It was not, uh, I don't know when we got open again, September maybe? I think it was end of, yeah. End of, end of August. August. Yep. Like, first week, like, right around Labor Day. Yeah, because you were texting me, actually. When I don't, God, people are going to listen to this and think we're fucking crazy. That's fine. Um, <laughs> you were texting me, because we did this thing here in Arizona where it's like, you would, like, apply to be open. Yes, like yes, with yes, some yes. bullshit rules. I don't, I didn't hear any other state that did that, by the way. Yeah. So you like felt this form that you were like going to follow the rules, but you were going to make up like your own rules that were like even more detailed. <laughs> yes. Right? Yep. Yeah. And so I remember um, the girl from Sam Ford at Jabs. She owns one of the Jabs yep. franchises. She had messaged me all her shit. And again, I usually am super detailed, but she messaged me. I'm like, oh, I can fill out this form. I was in a hotel room at the Ritz Carlton. Um, just like hanging out and I'm like, Oh, I'll fill out the form. And they like denied me to be open. And then th- that process kind of went on and on. I remember I was driving to California like later and that's when it was like, Hey, I think all gyms can be open regardless yeah. of this bullshit form yeah. we had to do. But it was just, it was a painful like experience. Yeah, absolutely. I felt it too. Like we, lo- like we just have a lot of haters. So there was like just feeling like there's someone always going to like tattle on you for like anything you do, you know, like when we're in the park, there's always people creeping around, like complaining about something really inside of our building. There's people creeping around, taking pictures and like complaining about something, you know, even in like our spot now, like when we have like the garage doors open and people are in their set COVID square, they don't know how we're doing our stuff, but like someone didn't have a mask on and like, you know, it's like we literally someone's telling on us. Like, Do people really snitch you out? L- yes. Like what? Like we would have from the health department would call us a few times and be like, it's the same person like calling, but I just have to follow up on it and blah, blah, really? blah. And you're Can like, can you just like give me a break right now? Like seriously? So somebody, give me a break. Somebody would snitch you out. Yeah. Like I don't get they'd like walk because like your place is. It was never what anyone that like, went to our place or even like walked in and like. So someone's like on the canal or something. Oh yeah, for sure. And then and it's like they have no idea of how we're like running things inside and the COVID policies and like organization we're doing and we have in place. But it's literally just like, oh, look at this gym. They're working out, blah, blah, blah. And so someone from the health department, would they come to your place? They would shoot us an email or call us. So there was an email and then I think we had to call them like, be like this is what we're doing, like blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, OK, sounds good. Sounds like you're doing the right thing. <laughs> Jesus. How many times that happened? I think like four times. Really? Yeah. Jesus, bro. Two or three was the same person. And you're just like, leave me alone. It's hard enough as it is. Yeah. Well. Like, you don't have to come here, lady. You don't need to go. Well, it's it's weird to me, like, even the rules, right? Because, like, I know most of them, I guess. But, like, how Core Power was doing yoga was, like, different than we would do it. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Maybe that's, like, what you guys should. Like, but what do I care? Like, it's not my. If people are comfortable going there. I didn't think people really called and like snitched you out though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember the like the second time it closed. Ben had texted me, and that's when Heather texted me too. And I'm like, okay, I know we're fucked. And he actually called me, and he's like, "What are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "Well, 
I just live on the internet, bro. I'm like, I'm just going to disappear and I'm just going to be a voice in a video. I'm not even a human anymore. I'm a fucking <laughs> robot. And it felt that way too, which sucks. Yeah, absolutely. But he, again, his mom. I mod- wish you would have let yourself get fat during this oh, time. Oh, man. Fat Jeremy would be really great. I mean, that, then, I, <laughs> then I really have no money. I'd be a complete loser. I like went the other, I go the other way though. Like if I get, like if I'm a little bit stressed, like I can just eat and do whatever. It doesn't matter. But if I'm like super stressed about shit. I don't do it. I don't eat anything. Yeah. So I get like super shredded. It's fucking yeah. sweet. Um, <laughs> it's not healthy. You don't, yeah. don't do it. Everybody. Um, just cause you're just like your heart rates. It just, yeah. it's a terrible place to be in, but he called me and he's like, and obviously his model is smaller than mine. Even small group one-on-one, they do some bigger group stuff. He's like, I'm going to do my PT people, bro. Like the whole time. He's like, I'm not going to like take a zero again. Cause his business similar to yours, like most of you guys' revenue is like training fucking humans. Yes, absolutely. And he can't lose. Like the numbers are like, your numbers are huge. Let's say Ben has 75 people. Now they might be paying four or 500 bucks a month to be there. But it's, if you lose 30 of them, exactly. you're yeah. fucked. So he's yeah. like, I'm just going to train people. So we would do the same thing here. Like we would just close the windows here. Yep. And when I close this front door, cause then they're tinted, you can't see anything. Yeah. And we would just train humans. I'm like, if these guys are comfortable training with me and I'm exactly. cool, I'm like, that's all. Yeah. We're 38 feet apart. Yeah. Like if you can go to fucking Lowe's and target dude, like you can come hang out with me Absolutely. and train. Absolutely. It was a weird, it's a weird time. Yeah. So how is it now? Obviously we're, we're a year, 13 months, 14 months past it. How are how do you feel now? How are things now? I feel, I feel optimistic. I feel good. I feel like we're, you know, climbing out of the shit and like, it's not going to get any worse than it was. Um, I feel like, you know, we're going to be going back to like our normal formats that we were doing still with limited people. Like, again, we had a hundred, so I think we can scale down a little bit from that. Scale down <laughs> scale 50, down. 50 people in yeah. the group. So, um, I'm feeling good and excited. Also a little nervous. It was more like when I first like sent out the announcement to the to the members of like, okay, this is what we're going to be doing. I was worried about like if I was going to get a lot of pushback or not, you know, and oh, like initially. Yes, 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 yes. Because how, how have you guys been doing your group training? So right now we have like taped out like eight by eight squares that people stay there the entire time and do their workout and they don't share equipment. So every square has like a plyo box, agility ring, bands, dumbbells, all of that kind of stuff. But our normal format, you know, you're rotating around the room. You're going to have access to, like, the assault bikes, the rowers, the battle ropes, the pull-up bars. Like, so much more that you can do. So it's been limited to what you can do in your in your COVID box. So so you guys haven't used an assault bike in a year? No. So um, uh, people are going to die when we uh, return here in a second. So, <laughs> so they haven't done – they haven't rode. Haven't rode bike. There's some people that are, like, new members since COVID that have never even experienced our old format. They just know well, – and so when do you guys go back to the new one? So the 18th, going back. It's on, not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Oh, yeah. So That's crazy. You haven't done right? any of that stuff in a year. Right? I mean, so I guess when you were doing stuff outside, did you drag all that shit outside every day? Um, the, basically, the setup we have inside currently, the COVID squares, yeah. yes. The trainer would set up, like, all the COVID, like, uh, the turf mats. The turf. But then the then we just have our garage doors open and people would go grab their dumbbells and like whatever they're using. And but they still have it. to drag out the turf every day. Yeah. And set up boxes every day. No, we would make the members do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least it's, but we did the same shit here. Yeah. Like we did the same. We I bought the same turf you did. Yep. And we set it up and I drag. I would just drag the machines out because I'm like fuck it. They all yeah. have wheels, so like yeah, yeah. all the skis, all the rows, yep. all the bikes. But the amount of spraying too. 
is oh. utterly ridiculous. We literally have like uh, it's like a weed killer that we use. It's like an ele- you know like one of those electric weed killers. Oh yeah, yeah. We just fill that with sanitizer. Like, we spray everything. Down. It's it's crazy because like when you do it on the mon, you guys didn't though. Like when you do it on the monitors for like the like the concept twos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It fucks them up. Oh, so yeah. it gives you these error codes, and I'm like messaging concept, like I'm all pissed. I'm like, what is wrong with these machines? He's like, are you spraying them, dumbass? And I'm like, yes, yeah. Same. He's like, that's what the fuck you're doing. He's like, here's a new monitor, three hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. I'm like, shit. Yeah. I'm like, you guys, you gotta stop spraying these. Yeah, but no, but, but yeah, basically our people are uh, in for a rude awakening when they come to a workout, and the bikes are in there, and the ropes are in there, and the sleds are in there. Oh, you haven't pushed a sled either no! in a year, dude. It's going to be so good. I am, like, jazzed up. I'm, like, anxious, nervous, excited, but, like, more just, like, retraining my members to listen because, like, right now they can just, like, zone out in their box where this is, like, okay, six of you at this station, six of you here. Don't fuck it up. And so, <laughs> you no, dude, it'll be, it'll be so much more fun. Like, I said that, too, like, about a week ago is when this became, like, it felt normal. Yes, absolutely. For the, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Where our people are cool and like we can kind of do almost the programming is the same. Yes. It's, it's, it's as close as I've been in over a year. And it feels freaking good. Well, because I told Heather, I'm like, how do we do, like, again, this is like when we do our, we have this group on Sunday. It's basically, I do the workout with them and it's the most, it's the most terrible shit you've ever, it's like take your normal workout times like a hundred. Yeah. Like, oh, we'll ski a 5k to start and then like just yeah. do something awful. Um, with, we've been doing normal things, but with a normal group, like if we do like a rep count where everything counts down, like 10 ski cows, 10 row cows, you know, uh, yeah. 10 thrusters mm-hmm. and you just keep moving. I'm like, I told like a year ago to Heather, I'm like, how do we ever program like that again? If we yeah. have to spray all this shit consistently, I go, we can never do fitness the way we did it. Yeah. And that like, it, that's, I think what hurt the most too, to be like, what I'm doing isn't truly my brand and how I'd program things and what I want this to look like. It fucks with, it's hard enough to do your business the way it is, like just a normal business, but then yours is different because you program a certain way and because your, your clients and your audience is a certain way and they're, they're capable or they're expecting certain things. Yes, absolutely. And now you're like sit in the square and do some dumbbell curls. Yeah, exactly. So what do you guys, do they just spray it down every time when they leave? No, we use that. Oh yeah. That electric sprayer. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's a giant thing. Yeah, uh uh-huh. That's fucking nuts, dude. So, yeah, we just do that between every class. For a whole year. For a whole year. That sucks, dude. Yeah. That's not fun. But, yeah, I'm sure, like, these next, once we get back to the old format, it's going to be interesting. I'm sure it's going to take a second to, like, get back in the groove, but I'm pumped. Yeah, it's been a weird, the whole thing, like, even how our groups were, like, for the longest time here, because we basically, obviously, we create groups based on the clientele that's here. So at 9.15, these people drop their kids off at school. They'd show up. The group is full. Like, there's a time when I had, like, two people there. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? And now it's, like, 25. Yeah, yeah, Because they're just ready to go. So it's been this weird transitional phase, which hopefully we keep. Absolutely. I, I'm i feeling good. I'm feeling optimistic. Like, it's going to be a good good rest of the year. Biggest lesson learned of last year? For me, I think you want to be like, okay, what are the blessings that came out of this? It's all the shit I used to worry about. Like, oh my God, like what if people like leave and go to another gym? It happened. What if you like don't start making as much money as you did? Um, Well, I'm pretty sure it would be a lot slower transition than what COVID did. So we were fine. We were fine and it sucked, but we're alive. 
Um, you know, what if like I've never had really like staff leave before? Um, and again, like different things of they left for different reasons of, you know, families and like things like that. But I was like, oh my God, like what would I do if like tra- a trainer leaves or whatnot? It yeah. happened and I'm fine. So it's those things of like everything I used to stress and worry about that I'm like, chill, bitch. Chill. You thought you thought those were real stressors. <laughs> yeah, and like- you like thought those were real like issues. And so like to me now it's, I know what I can handle and what I can withstand. And those were things that would like daily just like, be on my mind and so there they don't matter they does not matter at all at all how many uh people you have there on staff so there's five of us trainers total and how many did you did you always have five or do you have more we had six including me and then what you had a couple people bounce yeah so i had two people bounce during eric around covid yeah more towards one she was pregnant and when we started going back indoors, just didn't feel like comfortable or ready. For sure. Um, so she just, she has like personal training clients and everything's like that. So she just kind of like focused on that. Um, and then kind of the same situation with my other one um, is just kind of where they're at their life. Just want to pop out like a bunch of babies and kind of was the perfect time to, yeah. <laughs> to like be, re- st- be stuck somewhere. To, to be like, you know, to restructure things and figure it all out. So, um, I'm sure for them, maybe they had like a little worry of like future of what is everything going to be like too. For sure. Um, so I'm sure maybe that played a part into it, but, um, but yeah, now I have hired. So from the two that left, I just only hired one more on and I just like teach more classes now too. Um, then it's a solid team though. That's cool. Yeah. That's the hard part too, is finding people who are not. Yes. It's not even like good at, it's just good humans. Yes, 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 yes. Because the fitness shit you can learn. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just be a good person. Yes. So if you had to start a gym over again today, would you do it? I like uh, like from uh, no, ze- I would. Like from zero. I would. It, I feel like I'm like. I feel like you're fucking crazy. Yeah. No, I feel like I would though because it's like created a life that I truly could never have imagined or a level of success that I never thought was possible for myself. True. You know what I mean? So I think. But from zero. Yeah. Like you're nobody. Yeah. It's hard to think that way because I think at that time I like didn't have like anything to lose and you're just kind of like whatever. Yeah. Where now you like look back at that and you're like, oh. Well, right now I'm like, also I'm like, I'm getting older. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I like. Like, am I back like in my 20s or am I this old right now and having to do it again? I don't if know. It was, <laughs> if it was today, like let's say it was you today. Like there's, you had no clients. Nobody knows you, you know. You're Nikki fucking Johnson and you're just, you know, whatever. And like, you're going to like, you know what? I want to move to Scottsdale with the current, the way everything is currently though. Like base rent is this or real estate is like everything is even and you're nobody and you're starting today. It is really scary to think about that. Like I want to say yes, yeah, but like, I do not know. Even if you were younger, right? Like, I don't know. The game is just, it's different. It is different. And like, you know, when I started things too, like, there wasn't social media. There wasn't, I don't know. There was social media, but like not what it is now. No. Cause when I, when we get the memories and stuff that I click back on, like I remember when I started a Facebook business page yeah. and I had friends that I went to school with. They were like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, you're going to be a trainer. You're a loser. Like that's not a real job. And I'm like, bro, 
just give me 10 years, dude. Yeah. I'm going to crush your life. Yeah. But, I showed you. Yeah. But there wasn't no, like Instagram wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to do, to do this podcast, the way we have it set up would cost $30,000 just to kick it off. And you yeah. would not have distribution the way we do. Yeah, absolutely. So that's obviously to the benefit, but just the energy to build it from nothing and no people, that would be super hard. Yeah. But I don't know what else I would do. I don't, I can't work for anybody else. Well, I asked Alexia the same thing and she's like, I would just do fitness. Yeah. Like no matter what. And I'm like, I get it. But it's, you, it's so much energy. Like if I could look back, if someone could play you back the last 10 years of like all the days you woke up and like all the shit you did and all the things I'm like, man. I don't know, I bro. <laughs> I love you guys, yeah. but it will be a lot to chew on for sure. Um, if there's the biggest mistake you've made, like as a business owner overall. Um, I think it like, I mean, there's nothing that I'm like, oh my God, like that was a huge mistake. Obviously there's always things like, oh, I would do that different like next time. Um, but I do think just looking at how like strong and amazing my like staff and crew is right now, like we did have an employee that was just kind of toxic, negative energy. And it didn't, I didn't realize like how much it really was affecting the entire team. Like not just myself, but the entire vibe. It's like a cancer. Yeah. Including like members knowing it and. Oh, like your uh, members thought the person sucked. Members like were noticing it. Um, it made the trainers feel uncomfortable. There just wasn't like a good team vibe and energy. So I think my biggest mistake is like letting that go on a little bit too long. Um, like you knew about it like yeah how long it was more just like an attitude of somebody yeah and they were like you knew they started to suck and you let it go in for like a month two months three months yeah probably probably longer than that yeah because you still want to deal with it i just didn't know how to deal with it yeah so he's like hey get the fuck get the fuck out pretty simple yeah (laughs) no i know what you mean it's um so yeah so that was more where i failed like i failed at as like in a leader leadership role were they like protecting like the the energy of like my staff and were they around for a long time yes that's a hard part too because like when you do this life you get close to people exactly like and again people like have like there was times where things were amazing and then you know those things are amazing and then eventually it just isn't so there's that well it's tough because you hang out with these people basically every day or every other day or so many days a week for multiple years yeah and then you're like, wow, this person now sucks. And like, how do you tell them to fuck off? Yeah. Like, not really, but yeah. basically that's what you're doing. Yeah. That's tough, dude. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, it was more of like a leadership role of understanding like how I would have like fixed it or addressed it or sooner or differently. It's hard because like you can't, when someone's negative, it's just. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, like a person when you walk into a room and you're like, hey, what's up? And they're like, Hey. And you're like, ugh. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it's if, not like everyone has to be happy all the time, but that was like the type of feeling you were constantly getting of just someone just like, I don't know. Well, even if like, you know, and obviously like we're all real humans. So like if we're in the office here and we all can talk shit, that's one thing. But people shouldn't, come, and I've said this too, these guys don't give a shit about your fucking problems. Exactly. And I don't mean that negatively. Like, I'm sure people here do. And I've said this before, and it's not completely true, but kind of. Like, if my whole family was murdered by a serial killer tomorrow, these guys would feel really bad for me. And then they'd be like, um, who's coaching the group on Monday? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to be a dick, but, like, that's the yeah. truth. Like, yes. if you had a surgery scheduled, like, they're going to fix your ACL or something. Yeah. Oh, the doctor's dead. dad. You'd be like, oh, it sucks. Um, 
when am I doing the surgery? Yeah. Like it's just that's us as humans we're assholes, and yes. not by it's just it's this natural thing that's built in, and that's the tough part where it's like if the clients can tell you're in a shitty mood or you're negative, it kills everything. Yeah, it really does. In your facility. Yes, absolutely. So if that's the biggest mistake, what is? I'll just go the industry as a whole. Like, what's the biggest challenge in the the, the fitness industry? It doesn't got to be your business specifically. Just like. Uh, for me, I think it's that my business isn't Instagram. Like my business isn't online. Like, but I feel like sometimes that pressure that I'm supposed to be doing all this stuff, but I truly don't really enjoy it that much. Like I would rather like, like concentrate on my gym and then my stuff I want to do on Instagram. Like I'm going to like drink some cocktails and like things that like take my mind away from work. So for me, it's that pressure of like feeling like I'm supposed to be this fitness influencer online. And to do all of it. And to do all of it. All the time. And then sometimes I have to remind myself, like, I don't have to do all of it unless I want to. You post on Instagram a lot? Let me look. It's mostly, like, I like to do, like, try on outfits or, like, things that are not related to, like, fitness a lot of times. Like yeah, this shit? like that shit. What is this? I was like, I went to Aspen, and I those are my outfits I wore to Aspen. And I Boom. just did a try on. You don't give a fuck. Yeah. You're um, out here doing your thing. I'm just give them, doing my thing. So. Uh, it's Well, that's the hard part, too. It's where it's, like... I did a podcast the other day. Brett Contreras put out a good piece of like fitness in the 2000s and yeah. then fitness in like the 2020s. And again, he's, we sound like old people when we talk like this, but it's true because now I don't think a lot of the, the coaches that are younger and not, this is not all, this is a blanket statement. And again, I sound like a grumpy old dude, but they don't want to spend time coaching people because it takes away from Instagram. Exactly. No, it totally. Absolutely. But what you do is coach people. Yes, for sure. And if you suck at coaching people, you basically just suck yeah. at your job. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's those times I'm like, oh, like, I feel like I should like post this workout. But I'm like, there's a million other people posting this workout. And like, do I really want to like go record and post this workout? I don't. No. <laughs> so to me, it's like, yeah, just feeling like I'm supposed to be doing something. And then that gives me anxiety about it. So, and I'll go to this in a second. Like, but how does one get a thousand people to be part of their facility? It's a lot of people, dude. Like if someone's listening, they're yeah. a kid, and they're like, man, well, she has a thousand members. That's fucking crazy. I think you just have to literally be like authentically you. Like I'm a freaking weirdo and I showed up and made people have like a great freaking time when they're in my class. Because you guys kind of run it like, like group exercise, like, like group X, like kind of like you're up there with a headphone headset and yeah, you're talking but we, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're on, we're talking yeah. shit all the time. Like. Yes. It's different than I don't obviously wear a headset and I don't talk nearly as much as you do. I can promise you that. <laughs> um, but that's just for people listening there. They probably can't grasp that. Like how. Like I'm on the mic. I'm like, wow. Like I'm screaming. Like, yeah. you know, like that kind of crap. Yeah. Like, it's a high energy. Yes. High, what I it, used to not have a mic back in the old place. And that's why I sounded like I smoked like a million cigarettes. I think on maybe some of the stuff we recorded on the other challenge. Like, oh, yeah. I'm very raspy. For My sure. voice has come back. A little bit better. Quit the cigarettes. But yeah, yeah, so now I do have the mic and it, I did not want, I, it was a hard, I just really didn't want to have a microphone, but once we moved to the new location, we like had to. Uh, well, you have a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we've been to events too where they're like, do you want a headset? I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm it, like, I'll make it work, bro. No, it took me a long time to be like, I feel stupid as fuck with this headphone on. But now I'm like, okay, I couldn't imagine not having this headphone on no, in this class. And your guys... 
the way that you facilitate it and run it, it's for that. Like if I wore a headset in here, the amount of, first of all, oh every dude at 6am would talk so much shit about me within two seconds. Like it would just wouldn't even, it's not even a viable thing. Next April Fools. Uh, but <laughs> so you're, how do the groups run by the way? Like when you guys do it, is there 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour? How do you? Everything's like you're in and out of there within an hour, but okay. it's like a little, it's over 45 to 50 probably minutes, but it's, I mean, that's including your, your warm up, your demo cool down like everything in between so but yeah you're you'll no matter what are in and out within the hour and what is like the you know your average demo like what is it guy girl age it's actually pretty even now like it? it's pretty like i would probably say it's like oh i don't know like 60 40 women to dudes yeah yeah yeah, it's, I mean, there's, we have a lot, like, there's sometimes where I'm like, oh my God, this class is like all dudes, where it used to be. It's like a bar. It used to be, yeah, like, yeah. it used to be all girls in the beginning. I think just because of group fitness and me and like that. Ours used to be 90% women. Yeah. And now I have probably just as many dudes. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, that's very much how ours is now. So I would say it's probably like 25 to 35 good mix of guys and girls. But then also, I'll like, there's a lot of girls that I like. I just assume everyone's at least 25, and then they're like, "Oh, I'm like 18." I'm like, so I, there's probably oh, a, dude. a lot more than that. I um, I was gonna ask you too. Like, I didn't write any of this down. How does it feel now that you're like, I don't that I'm old, older, <laughs> older. You're like a mom and shit. Yeah, you're like this old ass mom yeah. doing fitness. No, but it's like it's different though. Like, I now feel I don't feel older, but I like obviously like I feel like I'm 17 in my brain. Yeah, but I'm not. I started this when I was like 24 years old. Yeah. Like, I'm not 24 years old anymore. Yeah. And now when these kids come in, and we do have a couple where, obviously because of the COVID stuff, we have people here that should be in college, and they're going, but they're going at home. Oh, yeah, So, yeah. like, I got two girls here. I'm like, what year were you born? 2002. Yeah, right. 2003. Like, what the fuck, dude? That is wild. I'm like, God, I'm like, I could be your dad. Right? You and could. it freaks me out. And I'm like, God, dude. I'm like, so for you. Like, you don't feel like you're that old. No. Me, right? You're like, uh, this is... Until we until I say shit and they look at me like I'm a zombie. So we'll play like 80s hits. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you guys know who sings this? It's like Journey. Yeah. No fucking clue. Right. I'm like, have you guys heard of Pearl Jam? No idea. I think it's even worse when you go as far as being like, do you know who Nelly is? Oh, dude, no. That's <laughs> sad. Well, because they'll, like, they'll come into our office, obviously, and we have like the Say by the Bell yeah. poster here. And like, no, I've never heard of Z like Zach Morris. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm like, I'm an old... If you don't know who Nelly is, though. But they don't, though. Like, that's like, it's not like, cool. Yeah, like, I'll play that music, and then like, they're like, I don't even, I've never heard this song in my life. Well, because it's like, <laughs> it's weird for us, because we think of, like, 2000s as, like, right now. Yeah. That was 20 fucking years yes. ago. Yes. So, I, I mean, for you, that you're not in their circle anymore, like, does it feel weird? Or you just kind of probably feel the same, and you're just like, wow, these guys are, like, 15 years younger than me. Yeah, I don't know. I feel fine with it. Yeah. But it is weird that I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a mom now. I'm, I'm going to be 36 this year. Like... It's, it's, yeah. I wonder at what point do I feel like, bro, you shouldn't be doing like, that's even, though, even I the thought, way I talk. I thought about that before. I'm like, is there going to time that where I'm like, mm, like, you just can't teach anymore. We need it. <laughs> You're, yeah. You're retired. They want someone else up there on the mic. I don't know if that, <laughs> and I've wondered that too, because the way I talk is not obviously like I could never work for a company anymore. I'm just complete, yeah. you know, gorilla, but people will come in here. I'm like, what's up, dude? What's up, G? Like, oh, I'll yeah. say that to people. Like, what's up, G? Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And I'm like, dude, you're not 20 years old, but that's just who we are. Oh, I do I, think the older you get, though, if you are still fit, it's way more impressive. 
Yes, exactly, for sure. That's the coolest thing. But no, I'm, I mean, I'm with you. Like, literally, I taught class on Easter Sunday, and I was like, happy Easter, bitches! And you're like, wow. In the name of Jesus. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> he has risen. He has risen indeed, yeah. bitch. Yes. Yeah, seriously. And I'm like, I am a mom. <laughs> but that's why your people are your yes, people, though. exactly. And I'm sure you do the same, like, kind of FEO stuff we do, where they can come uh, either group on it or try it for a week yeah, or, yeah. or however you do. And where's people who are going to come here tomorrow? Uh, and I'm like, well, just come. Like, if you want to come and watch the group or you want to come run through it or come at 10, I'm like, but I want you to come hang out here for like a week before you pay us money. Because I want to make sure. That you, you want to be in this vibe. Yeah. Because I'm going to say fuck and shit. And we're going to talk about inappropriate stuff. Yeah. And that's just how it is here. Yeah. And I want you guys to like feel cool here and not feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Because we're not mature here. Yeah. At all. <laughs> yeah. Zero percent. No. Uh, what is the thing that you like just love about fitness and then one thing you hate about it? The industry in general. The industry. Um, I love the, the, just the community for me. I'm a huge person just about like connection and that. So that's always my favorite thing about my business is just the community that's created. Like how many people like, you know, have best friends from there or marriages or even some babies now or. Which is crazy too. You, you know, like that's like wild. So to me, like. That's my favorite thing about fitness is just that it can bring such a unique community together while you're still like doing something that's benefiting yourself as well in a healthy way. For sure. And then something you I hate. hate about it. Um, There's so many. Like I feel like that's what it's hard to say. Like, again, it's like, I hate like the social feeling of it that like someone can have like a bajillion million billion followers and they don't know a thing about fitness alexia you know? loser oh we love her i love lex yeah but there is a lot but you know so like it's that kind of stuff of like whatever and then like there's like times where i'm like when i do try to post fitness stuff and i'm like i feel like i like lose followers <laughs> and I'm like, you know what we I mean? don't want to see this fitness yeah, shit yeah put an outfit back put on. an outfit back on give us a run when i show oh, god um so yeah i feel like it's just yeah that that i don't don't like there's um there's a lot of good that's in it for sure. Yeah, I think more is good than... And if you do that. it long enough, like, people will gravitate towards the right things. But there is... It's weird because there's not a lot of professions where you can just look a certain way and it's like, okay, yeah, we believe what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we can sell you bullshit, even though we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yes. It's probably the, the thing I... I mean, I could list a hundred things, but the crazy thing of where you see somebody... And they're fit, and it's like, well, now they know what they're talking about. Exactly. And it's bullshit. Yeah. It's probably the furthest from the truth. Like, they might, I mean, they might actually know how to train themselves. I'll give them that. And they might eat right, and there's a certain level of respect I'll give anybody. But it doesn't mean they can help you do it. No, exactly. And that's the And difference. that's the thing. There's so many amazing, amazing coaches out there that aren't, don't have a presence at all on, like, social media. Oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? They're, like, some of the best people that I've – most of the people, honestly, like that I have learned from short out of like probably BJ's probably the example who's outside the circle. They don't exist on the Internet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're exactly. great. Or they have like a 1200 people. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Right. I'm For like, sure. But they're the best at what they do. Yeah. They're just not good at the game because social is a game, though. It is all a game. Yeah. Like I'm the first one to admit, like if you guys think I work out in those little shorts uh, in the fucking sun, that's 0% that's ever fucking happened. <laughs> I wear this or like a long sleeve hoodie and I'm in here with the lights off usually and that's it. Like we put on a production. Like I come here and 
we go outside and I put on like four different outfits and we film all the shit in yeah. the same day. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's what makes money. Like yeah. that's what stops people from scrolling. And that's what I mean by you have to game it a little bit. Yeah. And I'm willing to and do it. You fucking kill it. I just, I don't have it in me. It's so, it's. And I feel like I got too late to the game. Like I should have started a long time ago. But if it's like, it's, it's not my personality, but the, the money is, I can't say no to it. And like, it's changed the scope of what we can do in our life because of that. And I'll, yeah. I'll even joke with Heather. I'm like, can you believe we fucking, this is what we do. Like, can you believe like, this is how we make money? Like in, in what we're doing. Cause I'm not, I'm 30 fucking seven years old. I'm a grown ass man. I'm like, I'm, you're filming. Vi- like I have friends who have like four kids. My best friend has four kids. I, and he, he's like texting me like, Hey, we're taking the kids to the zoo. What are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm actually in little, shorts little red shorts doing, Heather fucking, is filming doing me. jumping jacks outside <laughs> on a Saturday. I'm like, I'm not a man. Like I'm not a, I'm not a grown adult, but it's like, that's, you, you have to do it to be successful on those platforms because you can't just give information. Yeah. There is some weird sizzle, sexy factor you have to, and it's just a weird space to be in. Yeah. And if it's not your thing, then like why waste time doing it? And that's, it sucks that that's what the industry is, at least on that platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other ones where it's not that way, but it's a weird world we live in yeah. right now. Um, best thing about owning your own business? Um, definitely just like the flexibility of like creating my own schedule. Um, but also I just can't work for anybody else. <laughs> could, could you ever, you think? I mean, I'm sure obviously I could, but I could not imagine it now. Like absolutely not. Not as my... We do a lot of, like, partnerships. Yeah. Um, but that's not my... Like, main. I love, like, collaborating with people and, like, doing that kind of stuff. And Or, like, a brand or something. Yeah, absolutely. But oh, yeah, like, filming, like, yeah, content or, like, working with like, women's health or men's health, like, yeah. that kind of stuff. Absolutely. But, yeah, having just, like, a... I don't know. The, the best thing about it is knowing it's something that you created, too, and you fucking love it, and all the work that you put into it, it's going to your business. Well, yeah, I don't think I could do... Like, I like to have an account where I could drain the whole thing. Like, yes. that's what I tell people. Yeah, yeah, And I'm not talking shit about anybody when you're like, oh, I have my own business and it's like some MLM horseshit. I'm like, that's not your fucking business. And I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody, but what I mean is you can't go to the bank and drain every cent out of there. Yeah, That's exactly. when it's yours. That's when it's yours. And it yep. lives and dies with you. Yep. For better or for worse. Yes. Um, I like to think this place would go on without me, but it would fold like a fucking lawn yeah. chair in about 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's, but you, when you touch on it, like, it's like a person. Yeah, absolutely. You care about, I care about this like I care about my dog or any other human, really. Oh, and yeah. it's weird to say. Absolutely. Because if my house burned down, I don't give a shit. But if everything I ever created here was erased, I don't think you, I could ever come back from it. No, I mean, that's your identity. Your whole life is into it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, think about it. I would like, know who, I would not know who I am. So, yeah, to do, and even for like, let's say women's health or men's health, as great as they've been to me, I could never work for them solely and that's my own you get one check from one other person Mm -hmm. there's no way i could go back to that yeah i don't think why we do what we do because i have other friends that are totally like i'm so good just like working this corporate job and nine to five and no stress on me and i'm like that sounds like my legit hell but again it's like awesome like it's just it's awesome that that does make someone happy but i just for me that's the perk of having your own business well it's crazy because it's like 
and I'm sure when you started to, at least in my, my parents never said anything negative to me, even though they probably thought I was a fucking idiot. My dad for surely did. Cause I left like my only real job, like oh, in yeah. academics. And he's like, well, you can you have a salary, you have benefits, you have a retirement. I'm like, yeah, dude, I know. But if I suck ass at this, I can always go back to this shit job. Exactly. And nobody cares. Yes. And you thought so it was, true. you thought it was safe though. Right. Like, oh, they're giving you a paycheck. And what I've realized, like, obviously throughout the years, and there's so many entrepreneurs who are here, which I could steal a lot from, we would have to get fired by a thousand people at one time to make no money. Yes. That's damn near, even with COVID. It didn't happen. It's damn near impossible. Like, so if that's my point is like, we, we are brought up to make it sound like that's a safer life. Yes. One check from one company. No, no, dude. When you can sign your own checks and when you can have multiple revenue streams, to me, that's the same. And I'm in more control, I guess. Yes. Because relying on somebody else for every dollar that comes to you would be a tough place to be. And I do think that's more stressful. Yes. But also, I could, uh, with that said, too, like, I do feel like that's a different stress you don't know as a business owner, having the stress of now you are paying for other people. And you have, like, them relying on you for that. That part does suck. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. Like, well, I, yeah, I feel like there's certain things like that you'd never thought would be like stressful as being the boss, but like that, just like you worry about them too much in a good, like a good way. Yeah. Well, I always, I never, I try not to think of it seriously. Yeah. I just try to think of this as like, this is just some made up shit we do, Yeah. which it is anyway. First of all, every business is made up. Every government is made up like yeah. by people yep. no smarter than you. If you haven't figured that out after 2020, <laughs> Um, but this is, this was an idea in our brains and we create it. And now it's like a, a building that you sit in and it's things we do and we deliver it. And if I think of it from like the most basic standpoint, it's fine. But when I think about it, like, wow, I'm going to pay a lady here who has kids of her own yeah. and this is her life money. And she's relying on you. I'm like, fuck dude. Like, don't fuck this up. Exactly. And when you lose 700 people and you lose a hundred thousand dollars, you just lost a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, exactly. It wasn't like. Like when, my, when Heather goes and messes up at work, if she loses a million bucks, it sucks. But it's not her million. It's yes. not her million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like when you actually lose that money, it's gone. Yep, it's Those gone. people still need to be paid. Yep, exactly. That's a tough. Do you ever like stay up at night and kind of trip out about that or no? Like what part? Like just like, hey, I got to pay these people. I mean, it is crazy. To me, it is crazy like that I have created a business. Yeah. Not only that I thought maybe I was just going to be the only employee and like that's just what it was going to be, this little yeah. cool little gym. But no, to be like, I actually am like paying people right now. And like. No matter what. Yeah. Feels fucking good though. Yeah. It's pretty badass. Yeah. It's like, well, because you probably still think of yourself as the person who started it. Oh, yeah. And now you're a decade in. You're like, this has become a real thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of crazy. Uh, if we switch gears to, in terms of your people, obviously they come to it because they like it. They have fun. Is there a roadblock? in terms of when they're trying to get results, like the biggest hurdle they have or the biggest complaint they have or something where you have to deal with where it's like maybe the same conversation you have to have with people like, hey, the reason things aren't happening is because X. Yes. Okay. Well, with my clientele and my demographic, most of them really like to be partying a lot and drinking a lot. So when you're partying and drinking a lot, most likely you're probably going to eat like pizza or Taco Bell at the end of the night. So <sighs> to be, ugh, to be 22 that, again, yes. literally that kindness sounds delicious right now. I'm yes. not going to lie. Um, but it's more, I think for them, it's, um, it just all comes down to like understanding like their diet and how that plays a part of it. Well, cause their demo and I'll say this, the women, women are smarter than dudes for sure. Um, dudes are getting better. 
but women tend to listen more. Um, I guess that's why there's more guys <laughs> here now than ever before. But I do find the women who get closer to 40 and probably beyond tend to really give a shit. Oh, absolutely. And like from an internal standpoint. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they want to look good. That's fine. But it's a byproduct of them like, you know, treating themselves well internally. And then the external, they start to look fitter as they get older. Dudes tend to look shittier as they get older. I'm generalizing here, obviously. Yeah. But you it's see these. Really, it's not really fair. But, but you yeah. see these women though, right? <laughs> like you see these women who are 46 and they look fucking great. And you see the husband who's 46 and he looks like a bag of shit. Yeah. Because they care about it like to be healthy where the dude's just trying to kind of skate by. But it's hard to tell that to a 22-year-old kid. Oh, yeah. Like a, 20, like a girl that's like wants to like be in good shape. She's like, I'm just going to binge on alcohol and Taco Bell. And then I'm just not going to eat for like two days. Yes. <laughs> Sadly. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. I think for a lot of people, it's just getting that. And I do think people are getting better and better. And I do feel like that younger generation is getting better overall. More educated. Under, educated and understanding. Um, but, yeah. I think at the end of the day, for us – the roadblocks. It's not the workout. I'm like, you could do the same workout and eat one diet and another diet and you're going to have a totally different like outcome by it. So I think it always comes down pretty much to diet for most people. And do you try to talk them through like, Hey guys, you got to eat real food. You got to track macros, do something different. It, yes, absolutely. And then we have like more like specialized programs of like that are nutrition focused. And then, you know, you're only going to get a select few that are going to sign up for those. And, and then the ones that do sign up for them, a lot of times they're not going to follow through with the plan or, you know, it's human nature. The, uh, um, the failure rate of fitness is high. Yeah. And adhering to, well. Everyone wants the magic pill. Well, I say it, the eating right is hard because it's something you have to master and it's something you have to do right every day until you're dead, basically. Oh, yeah. There's, you, and you I can't, mean, I struggle with it. Like, um, well, it's hard to say. I'm an old mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you like to drink booze. Yeah, exactly. You're right there. Right? But as you get older, you start to understand, like, here's what I can get away with or can't get away with, and here's what makes me feel – you just don't want to feel shitty. Exactly. And when you're 22, you kind of bounce back from it quicker. Yeah, where now it's like you just get more tired if you're not taking care of yourself. Oh, dude, I've, I was up late last night. I drove here from Zone. I'm like a zombie right now. <laughs> and I'm like, if I don't go to sleep at like 9 o'clock, I'll feel like I drank booze all night. Yeah, you're going to have like a hangover from uh, not sleeping. Yeah. The game changes for sure. Uh, so how do you balance? Obviously, you guys are running the facility – you got to staff five people. How do you balance it, like, the work stuff and your home stuff? Obviously, it's all probably kind of married together. But do you try to split it in any way? Um, if you have any suggestions for me, let me know. Cause Dude, do you see my fucking life? Yeah, I, I, I feel like I really don't. And because, like, now my husband's full-time with us, like, he just handles all the finance stuff. Like, Does he coach at all? No. That would be his worst nightmare. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, he's like, wait, like, he's like, we're opposites. He's really quiet. Quiet, chill, chill, dude. Like he would do, like he's coached like little league and likes like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like being. Oh yeah, because your guys just I would never want to do shit the way you guys do it. I'd be like, all right, this is a headset. Yeah. I'm like, guys, here's the movements. Do them if you need something. Scream at me. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, but no, like for him, yeah, like he could do like kids and small groups, but what we do at Body, absolutely not. But he comes from a finance background. I don't know how to do math, so it's a really good pair. <laughs> so, Tough one. Yeah. yeah. So. Math is kind of important yeah, when you're in a business. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I got him. My mom's an accountant. Uh, I'm I'm good. I got the other stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I'm very good at um, separating the two. It's something that I'm working on. But it's always around though. It's always you're, around. You're both in it. Yeah. So when you, when you talk about shit at home, it's probably the the gym comes up all the time. 
I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing though either. Like some people will say that like, oh, work-life balance. I'm like, it doesn't exist for me. It's all the same. Like yeah. I don't look at it as like work time and weekend time. It's just lifetime. Yeah, for sure. And I guess, yeah, I think if you're having more of those like corporate nine to five jobs, it is easier to separate the two. For sure. For us, it's like now that like we eat, breathe, sleep our business at all the time. Oh, and we're here. Like Heather was here two minutes before yeah. you came here. She'll be here tomorrow. We'll film content. Like, it's just part of, but in most of our friends though, like other than like, you know, the criminals I grew up with, like <laughs> this is true. Uh, most of the people we're friends with come here. Yeah. Like that's, or it's like guys like you who are. Oh yeah. Like all of our friends are front body. Yeah. Like it's really hard to like ever hang out with friends without like the business coming up. Yeah. It's, it's just, just like part of our life. It's who we are. And it's, yeah. if they're not like the only other people I know are people like you or Alexia or yeah. Ben or like, but these are but all yeah, people food, in the fitness industry. Yes. It's still, yes. Like, it's still like kind of work in a sense. Yeah. I'm like, well, still, how, how do you know this person? Like, well, we've been, we've been this fitness stuff together. Like it's all, this is our whole life. Yeah, absolutely. It really is. And I, I think that's the only way you can be like, there's no way, like if I did something else, like I'm an idiot um, overall, but I'm like John Wick. I get so obsessed <laughs> with something like I'm just going to just go in killer mode. And I think if I did like real estate or uh, whether it be like financial advising, I could make more money maybe if I took the same mentality to it, but I don't love that shit. Yeah, for sure. So Absolutely. I won't want to fucking do it. And I'm like, you think you have to love something like to do this the way that we do it. Like you have to almost be like obsessed with it. Oh Yeah, for sure. Because it is your life. Absolutely. Are you there every day or no? Um, I go there to like work out and stuff, but I'm not there every day. I do most of like my work from, from home but you're, on the back end. Is there days that go by where you do nothing? Never nothing. No. Like ever? No. I'm always doing something yeah. for the gym. Even if it's like an hour or two or like something. Yeah. There's never a time that I have not done one thing for the gym. In a decade. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Because I asked Lex the same thing, and I'm like... Can you relate to that? Oh, my God, bro. Right. Like, There's not been... And I, I don't mean it... It's not, again, it's not a money thing. Yeah. It's uh, maybe not even a community thing. It's a momentum thing. And I always thought to me, like, well, hey, when you first started, you're like, well, if I don't do this, this thing's going to collapse. Yes. And it's going to fucking die. And I would never want someone to come here and work for me who could work harder than me, which is fucking impossible. I know that now. There's something wrong with my brain. I know it. And no one here could come in and be like, we, oh, we know it. <laughs> I work, I work harder than Jeremy. It's impossible, dude. Like you net, cause you never love it the way that, that I do, but I couldn't, and I mean momentum by like, well, if I skip today, like I'm tired today, am I going to cancel on you? No, I don't do that. I'll honor your time before my own or anybody else. But if I don't do this podcast today, does that not turn into something that could have changed the scope of my life in my business forever? And if I skip today, does that put me back three days? Or yeah. three months or three years or because I skipped today, does something never happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that. And I might not do this as crazy of shit before. Like if we get, I would say our phone goes off all the day long. I might not send an email back within two minutes, but within 24 hours always. Yeah, yeah. So no, I don't think you, I don't know how you can be successful if you did just take full days or weeks off. Yeah. Which, But again, if you don't hate it. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Why not? Um, so in terms of the stuff that you guys do, like, how do you, do you do most of the programming? Do you do all of it? Do you do all your marketing stuff? Do you guys parcel it out? How does that work? Yeah. Do, do it all. You're everything. Literally do it all. Other than yeah. the money stuff. Yeah. Except for the math. That's it. 
So yeah. Do your what do your coaches do? Just proctor stuff? Um, so basically like every night to our like chat, they get set like the workouts for the next day, comes with the playlist, the warm up, blah blah blah. Um, but we do work as a team like creating the playlist and we do work as a team like they get we call it like homework of like, hey, like these are the four bats we're doing you're in charge of these workouts. This is what we need to accomplish, like blah, blah, blah. So they'll get it, but then it will come back to me. But we work and program things like so far out in advance, except for COVID. Now it's kind of like you have to be like oh, oh, yeah. rewriting everything. Yeah. What, um, what can we do? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty organized little system we got going on, but I'm, I'm very much hands in all of it. So they can, so like one of your coaches could like create a, a program or a part of a workout and then you'll look at it and be like, yeah, this is cool. Or this is dog shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we speak, this or is how we, this is yes. how we talk at Jeremy's yeah. Fitness. I don't know if you know that. Yes. Like my kid, Jack, we just hired him. He's like, what do you think of this? I'm like, well, your rowing is fucking terrible. So we need to fix that first. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you're just awful. Like, but we speak very freely. Yeah. Like yeah. where Monica, she's smarter than me. So I don't have to worry about anything. I'm like, you program whatever. I'm like, I don't, and this is to be honest, like we'll do these programs, like the 34 days to fit, like yeah. I'll create it. I don't make it look sexy at all. We just do what I do. And she's like, Oh, I did the guides. How'd they look? I'm like, they're fine. I yeah. didn't even open them. <laughs> like I don't even click them. I'm like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I'm like, because if it sucks, they're going to blame me anyway, but she's been here for eight years. So it's different. Yeah, but if yeah, it's yeah. somebody younger, I'm like, okay, I'll take a look at it just cause my, yeah. it's my stuff. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. I, I just want to make sure like the girls like feel like they get their creative input. They get to like be a trainer and like, you know, create. Um, but at the same time, at body, I want that consistency to be like, I don't care if you take Nikki's class or Kaylee's class. It's all yours. Throughout the day. Not that it's all mine. It's just consistent. It's yeah. the same. You're going to hear the same playlist that day. You're going to get the same workout that day. Like, I want that consistency. You're going to have your trainers you like more, just naturally, like who For you sure. like to be around. Which is better, honestly, if they if they like other people more than you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's to your benefit. Especially now because I don't teach nearly as much. So. How, how many, uh, how often are you coaching? My, right now I'm teaching a lot more, but that's just because people are out of town and someone's going on maternity leave. But normally my schedule has been like one class on a Wednesday night and then I teach like three on Sunday. That's it. That's it. That's not bad, dude. Yeah. But. Nothing else. Yeah. But then this week I, I have a girl on her honeymoon. I have a girl on her bachelorette party and then I have a girl who is about to pop out so she can like only be on her feet for a couple hours. So just me and one other girl kind of holding down the fort. So I've taught like four classes today, yesterday, and the day before. But it feels good to me. I actually feel better when I'm like teaching more. I'm, I'm realizing that. Yeah, as much as I'm like a mutant serial killer that doesn't want to <laughs> see people, um, the COVID stuff was horrible. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't get to see anybody. This sucks shit. Yeah, for sure. And I feel more normal. And it's weird because like we just hired this kid. Uh, Jack, super good kid. And one of the ladies at six, she's like, does that mean you're not going to be here anymore? I'm like, no, bro. I'm like, I'm, my name's in the building. What am I going to do? Fucking disappear. I'm like, you guys would all leave. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm like, and I don't mind it. I just can't be here all day, every day. Yeah. Like for that's, sure. and, and do all, if I could only do just fitness and I didn't have to do any of the other shit, for sure. I would do it. Yeah. It's way more fun than doing the crap that I have to do. Oh, absolutely. Like I think back about that all the time of like, just when I worked for gyms and just taught classes. Oh my God, dude. It's, I it's, tell, like, it's insane. Well, I want to get to that question too. I don't want to get lost here, but I'm going to come back to it. Um, actually, let's do it right now. For some people, I think it'd be way better for them to be the number two, three, or four person somewhere than own their own shit. Absolutely, for sure. 
because it's not for everybody. It Yeah. And a lot of the people that work for you, I don't know, maybe one day they want to do their own shit. Maybe yeah. they don't. And I tell everybody here, like, hey, Jeremy, I want to start my own gym. What's your advice? I'm like, don't fucking do it. And I'm not trying to be an asshole when I say that. Like, I've had a podcast called, yeah. like, Owning a Gym Sucks. But I also love it. But, uh, yeah, but I also think it's, like, you got to know why you want to open the gym. Like, if you love, if your reason is because you love being a trainer and you love teaching people, then you shouldn't open a gym. You should just work for someone and train and teach those people. Because eventually you're not going to be able to enjoy it as much the same or be able to be there as much as you were. And then you're not even doing the stuff of, like, why you got into fitness in the beginning. No, you, well, you have to run a business then. Yes, exactly. That's two different things. So, I think, yeah, so people need to be like, okay, do you even, like, have, like, an entrepreneur like mindset do you have like understand like do you know what the fuck you're doing yeah exactly because i didn't and here i am but (laughs) it was not how i would say start doing it and it's not yeah it's not exactly what i think you're going to think it's going to be like owning a gym well and i tell people like don't get into this life just because you like to exercise yeah exactly because what i find is you're not going to like it as much anymore no well you are, but like not the same. No, and I think this people when I say this to them, it catches them off guard. There's days here where I'm super busy. We have more, like I'll do, we'll do some one-on-one stuff and small group stuff now because of the COVID stuff. People were not comfortable doing the group, so I'm yeah. like, you guys can come in, it's fine. And I love these people, and I won't trade them for the world. And they pay like a trillion dollars to be here, so yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll gladly do it. But I find I'm like, I'm so busy and I'm tired. I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm like. I got to get my own workout in and I'll never miss. I don't care. I'm a fucking robot. I'll kill myself if I have to, but it's hard to do. And you start to imagine being somewhere for 13 straight hours and then being like, now I have to do my own workout Yeah. after you just watched exercise an entire day. Yeah, exactly. And people will say, Oh, do you know this person on Instagram? I'm like, unless we're friends, like personally, I do not follow fitness people. Yeah. Like I watch zero fucking fitness. Like why do I want to watch that after I've done it? And seen it all day, all day today. Long. Yeah. And not that you start to like hate it, but you're just, you're burnt out of exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. And for the young kids, if that's your goal, I'm like, I'm not saying don't pursue it, but ask yourself like why you really want to own your own shit or would you be better off being the number two or three person somewhere? Yeah. It's hard for people to, to grasp that. Absolutely. Though. For sure. And the question I asked too, and I ask you of this, like for you, well, so how often do you work out by the way? I'm like a what? four to five time a weeker. Yeah. And the other days, what do you do? Anything? Mobility? Walks. Yeah. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you got a kid too. And a kid. Literally yeah. playing superheroes and chasing my child around. Um, and, yeah. then like, and then one of the days I'm teaching three hours. So I'm like literally walking. I walk like five miles in those three classes. <laughs> so like, so I feel like I'm being active in a sense. Do you ever track the steps? I used to with the old format. And I, oh, it was something crazy though. I do track it now. It was crazy. Like, that I'm like, okay, like I didn't not do anything today. Like I did something. Well, and I noticed it now too. I'm like, I'll be here like on a Wednesday. I'm like, dude, you're at 22,000 steps today. Yeah. I'm like, you haven't even worked out yet. Right. Like, that's a lot. That's yeah. It's crazy. Which is a good benefit. Yeah. Obviously sure. to be here. But, um, the question I would ask is if you could run your own business and make, $30,000 next year, like take home as your salary, 30 grand. Or if Lifetime said, hey, Nikki, will you come work for us? We'll pay you 500000 but you got to stop doing your shit. That's really hard. You know, because like I say, this is me though. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'd work for myself for $3,000. Fuck you, Lifetime. And I'm not saying that like the thing, but for me, 
it's to the control of it. Like yeah. I can't grow it. Like it would have to be so much. And I mean, yeah, if you knew you could grow it and like, it's not like you're just stuck at that forever, but I'm not in control though. Yeah. So I'm like, I'd rather do my own stuff, man, because I can't be, and I don't, and again, I love lifetime. I'm not, I'm not saying like, fuck you. Like I hate yeah. them. I go, but in the context of, I want to be able to do and say what I want absolutely, and listen to my own music and wear this to work yes. and just, you know, I don't think I can do that anywhere and I don't think they can pay me, you know, what I'm really worth. Your cat suit you're wearing right now. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> this is, uh, this is BJ Gadur's clothing line. I like it. Sleevesoldseparately.com. If you guys want the code. That's a good one. I, I just more like wanted them to pre- like think you're wearing something different. Than uh, really yeah. <laughs> you know, we were going for kitten. Yes. Yes. Uh, but no, like I always ask that question, like, would you rather work for yourself and make a little money or work for somebody else and make a ton? And like, I would rather make a little, uh, yeah. be my own boss. Yes, absolutely. But it's tough for a lot. And again, when I ask a kid that and he's like, well, I'd rather work for a lifetime and make 300,000. I'm like, well, then you don't want to do this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, because this is not what this is. I'm like, not that you can't get to that. Cause you can make a lot of money in this life. I go, but it's going to take you a decade and you're going to have to die to get there. And you have to die to, to keep it there and stay there. And it's going to be way harder than you think. Yep. And that's what almost nobody wants to hear. Exactly. For sure. So the question I'll ask is, what is the best tip you'd give somebody looking to take a risk? Like in their own shit, whether it's start their own fitness business or start their own gym or, yeah. you know, take a leap and, and be their own boss, whether it be in fitness or outside of it. To me, it would be kind of more like, are you going to be thinking about doing this five years from now, 10 years from now? Like, is this something you're always going to be like thinking about, thinking about it? Like you just got to do it. Just like, you just got to jump in and do it. That's kind of how I got to the point where I'm like, it was a lot of scary things. Like it would have been safer for me just to continue like teaching for other people. But I would still to this day be thinking, I want to open up my own gym or I want to do have my own business. So I think it's something that you know you're going to like be wishing you did. You got to fucking do it. How did you, I know you told me this before. How did you start it, by the way? Like to real quick. Like, what do you mean? Like when you're like, hey, I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to make up, spell body wrong. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to do my own shit. Um, it was like when I was still living in Chicago. So I was managing a gym there. I was teaching there. But then we decided we wanted to move here. And it was, I've was working on business plans for a really long time for years and then it was like moving here I was like should I teach at other gyms and build my name and like my reputation or should I just open a gym and I decided like I'm a psychopath and I don't know a single person and I'm just gonna open this gym that is actually fucking crazy (laughs) that is actually insane literally I only lived here a month the next month the gym we opened our doors and I did not know I didn't even have a single friend that isn't crazy to me dude yeah that had been terrible at first it really wasn't no it wasn't you're okay it was good how did you get the first people to show up like i like met up with like a local like blogger social person yeah and she just kind of spread the word and luckily because everyone that came in was like oh i found out from this person i found out from this person and then we just did like 10 days everything was free and we just honestly it was amazing. Like every day, more people come in every single day. I never had a moment of like, oh shit, what did I do? That's cool. You're in a good Which is nuts. Yeah, which is not, if you're listening out there. That's not normal. That's not going to happen so for you. So it literally is not 
normal. And so when people try to like ask my advice and pick my brain on certain things, I'm like, I don't really know. Like, I don't really have an answer. No. I just got like really fucking lucky or I, I don't, mm. don't know what it was, but it's always from the beginning. It continued to grow from the start. You're in a good spot for one. Yeah. The location helps. Yep. But when you have an energy, like, you know, people are attracted to that or they yeah. gravitate towards it. They see it. But yeah, that definitely and At that is... time, again, I was the only employee. I was the front desk person, the janitor, teaching the morning classes, teaching the night classes, like doing it all. Cheap overhead. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, so it's... I just had to make it work and I think I just really focused on building that community and knowing everybody I possibly could and... And the timing. Yeah. Too. Yeah, timing of like where I was in my life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like and where you guys were at, like in... If you were to do that again today. Oh, it like, was so... I could not... And that's why I say like when I say your location, Scottsdale has changed drastically in terms of like what things cost here. Um, obviously, real estate for one. Yes. Base rents for two. Um, so if you had to start today, no clients in that same space, it's probably like five times as expensive, if not more. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And you'd be yeah. like, fuck, if I don't get people here in like three months. Oh, absolutely. It'd like be a whole mother. different story. And that's what I, I tell people. I'm like, I'm not trying to discourage you. And like, yeah, your story could be like Nikki's, but the odds of like you meeting some blogger, which they're dead now, and <laughs> thinking yeah. that someone's just going to show up, like that's fucking lunacy. Yeah. And I don't want to deter people because I'm like a lot of you guys are much smarter than me and way more talented. But you know how many things had to go right to be sitting here today? And the people I came up with, right? Like so BJ Gadur and I are like this millionaire mastermind in New Jersey fucking 12 years ago. And he becomes the fitness director of men's health. And we meet David Jack. Like all these things happen that yeah. put us in these positions. Like I'm not saying that can't happen for you, but statistically it's, it's pretty fucking rare, dude. And, like, that's what's perpetuated, like, me to here and you to where you're at. Yeah. And that's why I say to people, I'm like, just be, like, take the risk 100%. But if you really love it and you're, like, willing to die for it. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And you're willing to be the janitor. And you're willing to be the janitor. I mean, when you're at that point, you're there basically all day and all night. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just by yourself. Yes. And you you do need to know, like, that you, this, you are at a point in your life that you can be doing that. And probably not a mom. Not a mommy. <laughs> no, at that point. Um, so f just overall in general, I'll get you out of here because um, I'm going to pee my pants too. Um, tips or advice for somebody who's listening, you know, for them just to how to stay, you know, driven or motivated or just keep a positive mindset, whether it be, you know, in health and fitness, things you tell your clients, obviously, or just whether it be entrepreneurial or in general, like what why do you, how do you just stay, you know, like, why do you keep wanting to do this? Other than like, yes, the community, we get it, but you have to be kind of crazy to like keep waking up and doing this over and over and over again. No. Yeah. 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 But I think it's like, comes down to like, again, why, like, why do you think this is important to you? Like figuring that out, um, why it makes you feel good. Like, and then from there, like creating that consistency, like, again, you're not going to always be motivated every single day, but as long as you're consistent, like consistency is what pays off over the motivation on most days, Hundred percent. you know what I mean? So I think it just comes down to that. Cause there's days where you probably have to talk yourself into working out. Literally. Yeah. And I'm like, I, all this time that I've been thinking about how I don't want to work out, I could have like, just got to work out in right at that, during that time. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, we all do it though. And I think that's you know, people listening like, oh, Jeremy, you never miss. I'm like, I don't ever miss workouts fucking ever. And I yeah. never will. But it doesn't mean I don't sit here sometimes for 25 minutes. When you could have been working Staring out. at myself in the mirror. Like I'm literally 
50 feet from every piece yeah. of equipment I've ever wanted to have. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm like, God. But I'm like, do I want to do split squats right now? Like, do I want to push this stupid ass sled right now? Like, I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. Yeah, but it is the work that you do when you don't want to do it. And that consistency that you keep and that schedule that you keep, that's what's going to keep it. Because it doesn't end up, what it's the saying? Like, it doesn't matter what you do some of the time. Yes. But what, but you, what do you do most, most of the time yeah, matters exactly. most. Yeah. I dig it, man. Um, where do these, anything you want to promote? When are these, where do these guys find you at? They, where do they stalk you at? Um, they get, if they're local and they want to work out with me, they can do at Scottsdale body, B O D I. Um, or check out my Instagram. If you want me to model some clothes, Boom, for you. Yes. What is just this? at Nikki Metzger. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. You put stuff, you put fitness stuff out there. Yeah. Right? I do a little bit of both. Yeah. There's some like here you're wearing a, that's what I'm telling you to be a boss bitch. I'm like, get up. Bitches. I don't even know what this is. That's your boss bitch. And it's time to slay. You literally wrote that. Yeah. You run a, you're a 36 year old mom who runs a business and that's what you're posting on your social media. Yeah, dude. I want to do stuff that like is not about my business. <laughs> but it is though. It is. Like it is and it isn't. It's all, well, that's what we say. Like David, yes. David Jack and I always say like, it's all fitness and it's all not fitness. Yes, like, exactly. We, there's no differentiating between like our personal lives and our business life. Yeah. We're the same person. But what would you not want? And again, people like, first of all, there's people who like get mad. I swear on the podcast. Yes. If they still listen to it. It's crazy to me. But why would you not be who you are there? And then someone shows up and you're like, happy Easter, bitches. Yes. Like it would seem like that would catch me off guard. Exactly. Like if that's not who you like, were. To me, I'm like, I, I'm totally open and fine. Like showing my like true self and true colors. Like, yeah. We just have to be, man. Yeah. Like, we absolutely. would. That's why we get to do this. Yeah. I dig it, bro. Totally. Uh, this is all good shit, man. I think so. Yes. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Always. Um, if you guys want to stalk her, um, I'll throw the site up on the show notes as well as her Instagram. So just no creepy uh, dick pics or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> she's married as yeah. a kid. Um, but uh, I'll share her stuff on there. I appreciate it, dude, uh, as always. Absolutely. Um, if you guys are on Apple Podcasts, make sure you guys click the icon, scroll your finger all the way down, drop it a five-star, leave a comment. I would appreciate it. And if you want to holler at Nikki, I'll throw her stuff on there. Otherwise, you can reach out to me, and I'm happy to connect you guys. She runs a great business. Um, obviously, if you're you know into working out with a bunch of people who are young and attractive, which yeah. that sounds awesome to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Other than uh, an old creepy dude who's married like me. Um, you guys check it out. And then, uh, yeah, but she's even a better person. So uh, give her a follow for sure. So appreciate you, dude. Um, thank you guys. Until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.